Well, I've told Phil a hundred times probably that uh, networking to me is the number one marketing strategy I use. Um, but I use a lot of them. I think a lot of people only use one or two marketing strategies. I use three or four, but this one being the most and because it's, it's the long game. Welcome to the Referral Bench Podcast, a weekly podcast for business owners and salespeople growing their business with networking and referrals. I'm Ian Campbell, CEO of Mission Suite. And I'm Phil Pelto, CEO of Firestorm. If you're working on growing your network, we have another great episode coming your way today. So grab your beverage of choice and let's get to this week's interview. This podcast is brought to you by Firestorm. Firestorm is a business-to-business networking organization that organizes events and meetings for business owners and professionals where they can meet, build relationships, and share referrals. Learn more at myfirestorm.com. And this podcast is brought to you by Mission Suite, offering small business owners, salespeople, and sales teams the contact management and sales automation software they need to grow their business at a cost that they can afford. Learn more about Mission Suite at www.themissionsuite.com. Welcome to another episode of the Referral Bench Podcast. Super excited about our guest today, Gary Goldwasser. Um, Gary is a business broker with Transworld Business Advisors in Denver, Colorado. And Gary had uh, had bought and sold three of his own businesses prior to being a business broker. Um, he always knew he would someday end up being a business broker and thought he would be perfectly built for this career because of his understanding and passion for small business owners. Uh, he's been uh, the top broker in his office for three of the past four years. And Gary is also currently the number one business broker out of all 600 brokers in all of the Transworld offices around the world. That is impressive. Yeah, uh, Gary prides himself on taking a relationship first approach in life and in business. Um, and Gary is born and raised in Colorado and is super well connected. And I, I want to add something to that last part that uh, wasn't in your bio. Um, super well connected, but also a good connector, which is uh, different than being well connected. Because I know a lot of good, you know, well connected people that don't like to share those connections. Right. So. Gary, uh, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being on. Glad to be here. So that is a that's a pretty impressive uh, feat to be number one out of all six hundred in the organization. That uh, and I know there's there's a bunch of people that are killing it. There's there's no slouches in there. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a great year. I got to tell you. I mean, um, you know. I know that a lot of businesses and a lot of people may have struggled during this, but, and, and quite honestly, when March hit, we didn't think we would be uh, having the year we're having, but it's, it's been really good. Yeah. That's awesome. What do you attribute the uh, success to both, both yours and just, you know, across the organization in, in such a sort of tumultuous business climate this year? Yeah. Well, good question. We have gone back and forth trying to figure this out. I think a lot of it was, okay, I was for, we have a ton of buyer activities. So I think we have a lot more than we've ever had. So mm-hmm. these buyers have been furloughed or they've, you know, working out of their home and they're like, this is not what I want to do. I want to, I want to take control of my own destiny. I want to own a business. Mm-hmm. So I think the buyer pool has enlarged a lot. And so that's more eyes on the businesses that we have for sale. Um, not very many of the businesses um, that we sold were, 
oh, I'm tired. I'm in COVID and I got to sell. Yeah. We really have not had that. It's been, you know, some of them have been discounted a little bit and buyer and sellers are ready to, you know, sell their business. But others were essential businesses that were doing great. And we've got, and they got good prices on their, on their business. Nice. Did you see okay. an uptick in, uh, in seller interest um, uh, this year? Um, I think it was kind of flat for the first three or four months. And then it's right now it's skyrocketing. We're okay. adding 25, probably 25 to 30 listings a month. Wow. Um, Is that office? That's office wide? That's just in our office here in Denver. Okay. But wow. if you talk to all of our brokers across the country, business is just booming for the most part, just about everywhere. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, we took a real proactive approach when this all started and just wanted to reach out to people, let them know we could help them any which way. It had nothing to do with selling or convincing them to sell their business or buy a business. It was more like, look, you're a small business owner. Here's some tools we have that we think we can help you during this time and just was a confidant for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Very nice. So how about your your business uh, personally? Have you uh, seen a lot of buyers you've been working with um, over the long haul, you know, come back and are ready to pull the trigger now? And uh, how are you finding most of your deals? Yeah, a lot of them are pulling the trigger. They are real interested in, in, in uh, moving forward. I have a call a hot buyers list that okay. I work with. And so generally when I meet with a seller for the first time, I've got an idea of what, um, what, you know, what buyer might be a great fit for that business. Mm -hmm. And generally after our first meeting, I'm already contacting those buyers to connect them. And, you know, I do call myself kind of a glorified matchmaker because that's really what I do. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So how important is your, I mean, you know, talking about a glorified matchmaker, I mean, I think Phil and I kind of consider ourselves something similar, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, with Phil, with, uh, with Firestorm and, you know, that's how I've, that's how I've grown my business for, for yeah. years. And so, you know, right now, you know, how have you seen, I guess, how have you seen the referral network shift? How have you seen the kind of those types of things and how important has that been to you uh, throughout the course of this year, just, I mean, irrespective of, you know, getting new clients or getting new listings or what have you, you know, just overall, how have you seen that, that really benefit you? Well, I've told Phil a hundred times probably that, uh, networking to me is the number one marketing strategy I use. Um, but I use a lot of them. I think a lot of people only use one or two marketing strategies. I use three or four, but this one being the most, and because it's, it's the long game. All right. No surprise here. I love this uh, comment from Gary that networking is the number one marketing strategy. Uh, you really got to focus on playing the long game. And I think what's important to remember is that there's a disproportionate amount of effort that goes in on the front end where you don't see a ton of results, um, at least not results that are commensurate with your effort. And uh, the analogy I always love to use for this is the Apollo 11 mission to the moon. So um, when they went to the moon, they used about 950,000 gallons of fuel and 55% of that fuel was burned going the first 11 miles, which was like one one thousandth of a percent of the distance. So uh, the remaining 45% uh, of their fuel got them the other 200 plus thousand miles to the moon and back. So uh, 
you just got to focus on the long game. What do you think, Ian? I think that's dead on. You know, I mean, you, we, this is again, one of those things that we've talked, we talk about on the podcast a lot and it can never really never be said often enough, right? Because especially for people who are new to business, new to their, new to a sales role, new to networking and referrals and whatnot, you know, I mean, it can be pretty discouraging in the, in the upfront, right? Because I mean, everybody, I remember when I moved to Denver and I would go to all these different networking events and there were a couple that I've been to that, uh, that, you know, I, it became very clear that there was going to be no business gotten from them because it just wasn't the right people. And so I had to work mm-hmm. really hard at it. But, you know, then I got to know the right people. And then next thing you know, one thing led to another, led to another, led to another. And, and you know, that kind of other 45% of the work, you know, allowed me to, didn't allow me to coast per se, but it was definitely, it definitely helped to kind of steam me along. And so, you know, but had I not, continued to put the work in in the upfront and kind of just taking the the signs that I got early on to say well it's just not going to this isn't going to this isn't the right market for me or it's not going to work then nothing would have you know god knows how much to, this never would have happened right the right. podcast <laughs> never would have come out never would have come to pass yeah yeah keep your eye on the long game absolutely but this one being the most and because it's it's the long game And, you know, um, if you develop a relationship with someone and just get to know them and they trust you, all that, that, those opportunities come and vice versa. You know, um, when I get to meet somebody and feel comfortable with them, I am happy to share opportunities with them, you know, when I hear about them. Um, Networking has been great for me. Um, and, and also we do have, we have some statistics. I don't have the exact numbers, but we know if we meet someone through some type of networking connection, mm-hmm. that that seller is more likely to sign up with us than, you know, meeting them through our website or, you know, a cold call or that kind of thing. If we actually, uh, you know, got referred to them by somebody else, our close ratio goes, goes way up. That's awesome. Um, you know, in, in all my, I'm, I'm involved in three networking groups because I believe in it so much. It's not just one. And I know a lot of people just do one, but, you know, I'm involved in three different networking groups. And I can tell you it's hundreds of thousands of dollars that I have um, got received from deals I've closed through people I knew in my networking group. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I've probably given hundreds of thousands back. Yeah. And I, usually, I usually do start. I'm a, I'm a giver first. And so I am always figuring out who I can connect people with, how I can help them grow their business. When you meet with me for the first time, it's a lot of, I, I ask a ton of questions about the other person and just naturally they'll end up asking me questions, but it's usually me starting that. Um, I haven't really liked Zoom that much because I feel like my secret sauce is being right in front of people. Yeah. I love to meet people for at coffee shops. That's kind of my my place. Yep. Uh, but my secret sauce is meeting them one-on-one because that's where you build that trust. Mm-hmm. It's been a little different on Zoom. I think I've accomplished it, but not not like I think I, not, in, at least in my mind, not yep. like I think I do one-on-one. Yeah. So let's kind of, I mean, so, and for just for our listeners, we're recording this, you know, 
pre-vax pre-covid vaccine right i mean the the it was just authorized for emergency use and started shipping you know like yesterday right uh you know so we are in the throw we're still in the throes of covid which is why we're kind of uh putting some of the, putting some of these caveats on this but you know i'm curious for you you know you mentioned that uh, that you're a giver first and that you're you know that 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 your focus is it sounds like really focusing in on giving so you know irrespective of zoom and what have you right how have you found ways to kind of dive in on the giving side of networking, even though we're kind of stuck with Zoom in, in, in large part right now? Um, well, I can give you an example that might be helpful. So um, I was referred to a guy who is uh, starting a, um, a, a application, a software application. And um I didn't, he doesn't really have a need for my services, but as a business, you know, person, uh, this other person said, you know, you might want to just throw, shoot your ideas around Gary and he might be able to help you or at least listen to you. So um, I was introduced to this guy, really nice guy. He lives in Wyoming and he told me about his product, was real excited about it. And it was kind of interesting, but he needed, um, he's just in the early stages. So he needs some more testimonials. He needs some more um, information to, to fine tune this application. Well, I happen in, and it's in the landscaping business. Well, I happen and my best friend is a, was a land, owned a landscaping business in Colorado about 10 years ago. And this was an important product for that industry. And I said, I'll tell you what, why don't I connect you with my friend and uh, make an introduction and um, and I'm sure he'll be more than happy to talk to you about, you know, his experience with applications like this to see if he can help you, uh, you know, fine tune your application. Just a simple introduction back and forth. I had, there was nothing, mm-hmm. I got nothing in the game for me on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do that all the time because yeah. I don't care. I want to help small business. I'm passionate about small businesses. I'm passionate about owners. I feel like small owners, even though they might, they don't feel like they have a business to sell because it's too small. Look, you have just as much opportunity and right to sell your business as a guy who's got a $10 million business. You know, you've worked just as hard as that guy. You might get a smaller output at the end, but you have just as much right and opportunity. Sure. I love the fact that at the beginning you were saying, you know, you might be, you might be willing to at least listen to you, right? Because mm-hmm. at the beginning with startup guys, that's all they're looking for is for somebody else to pay attention, right? <laughs> right, right. So you got to be that guy and, and it led to another connection, right? Right. Yeah. And that's guys, awesome. you know, 20 years down the road, he might, I, I might be, you know, way gone, but you know, I'm a, I, you know, I do believe that, you know, if you're, if you're genuine and you care, and you really do, and you really are genuine about your giving. Like you really like that person. You really think that person is a good fit and you're genuine about it. It, it pays off big time. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, how do you keep track of all the people that you have in your, in your network and, you know, will make introductions for, and I mean, do you, uh, I feel like there, you have kind of a knack for it. And so you probably just remember a lot of the stuff and, you know, keep all those folks top of mind, but do you have a system or some way to, you know, catalog all your, all your notes and ways you can introduce people? 
Yeah, I do. I have a, we have a CRM that we use internally, but I try to put, like, if I'm meeting someone for the first time and I feel like there's a great connection, I try to at least connect with that person at least a couple times a year. If it's just one of those odd and ends, you know, connections, and I feel really comfortable about it, I try to see if there's, it might just be, you know, there's no reason for me contacting him other than how are you doing? Yeah. You know, how's business been this year for you? That kind of thing, you know. Um, but a lot of it is, you know, it is knack. I, I do, I do keep a lot. I still love collecting business cards yeah. because I, I'll end up going back through that, that going now. I know, you know, I know the guy's name, but I forgot the name of his business and I'll find it, yeah. you know, so I, I'm a visual person and I always remember what people's cards look like. And so I'll like find myself going through a stack of cards looking for like a certain color or logo or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah, I do so, the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I know that it had a green bush on it, but I can't right. remember. <laughs> yeah. No idea who this guy is, but I really want to, I can't remember his name for the life of me, but I want to talk to right. him. Yep. Yeah. And you know, this whole networking thing, it is just a, a, a web you know, you meet the first guy who introduces you to another guy who introduces you to another guy. You're four or five guys down down the line from the first guy that introduced you to somebody, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty interesting how, how that works out. And, you know, it, when you um, are good at tracking all of it and you keep good notes on it, I mean, you can go back and, and track deals back to, you know, one single source when you start. I mean, I remember when I started selling Cutco knives, the uh, the first, you know, probably week or two in my Cutco career were so crucial because they, you know, I got introduced to and referred to people that would start that sort of chain reaction. And, you know, I could trace all my business, you know, after that back to those couple of people that got me in the door, you know, one spot or another. So that's, it's, uh, it's, super- it's funny you say that. I, uh, I do the, I call it the, uh, I don't know if I call it the hundred, hundred client, hundred people challenge. Yeah. But when I first started this, I wrote down a hundred people that I knew and I just started having coffee with them mm-hmm. and learning awesome. about them and talking and finding out. And so I teach that to all of our new brokers because I do believe that I did it. I mean, I was have three cups three or four meetings a, a day so 20 cups of coffee a, a week <laughs> meeting people the first you know 90 days yeah and it paid off that's yeah. awesome well talk, talk more about that because i mean you went from you, you said you've been number one three out of the last four years mm-hmm. and you didn't start that much before that i mean is that yeah, you, five years yep yeah so you just got got after it right away and rocketed to the top yeah, I I wanted I am uh, you know I I use the Peyton Manning phrase. There's smarter people in the world, but not too many people work harder than I do. Yeah, and I just outwork people, and you know I stuck to a system and I dialed it in and I drilled in and I worked every day, being consistent, and every day, and uh, and it paid off. I mean, it's it's pretty true that if you if you're consistent at what you do at six months, you start to see the benefits in it at a year, you really see it. And then, you know, when you get to like the third year, now all the referrals are starting to come in, you know, mm-hmm. cause I've talked to, you know, I've had, 
I don't know, probably 40 transactions so far. So that's 40 different CPAs, 40 different attorneys, 40 different lenders, maybe. Yeah. 40 different uh, business insurance people who needed insurance, 40 different PEOs. So Mm -hmm. it just kind of starts the ball rolling. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I honestly, I don't think very many people are really good at true networking and really understand it. What do you mean by that? I mean, I think people are in it for themselves. Uh I think it's there. They, if they don't get an instant gratification, they're on to the next thing. I think they are not genuine in wanting to help other people and don't know how to do that. Um, I also think they go into these groups and go, well, let's see. Um, I found a CPA and a lawyer. I don't need to go back to that group. Mm-hmm. And it is far from what you should be doing. You should talk to everyone. My The, the lady that's given me the most business was a send out cards lady. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay? Now, all my guys in my office go, well, where's the CPAs and the wealth management guys? And, uh, you know, you just never know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that because, awesome. you know, I mean, you you bring up a good point that, you know, people have the tendency to be more in it for themselves than they are for other people, right? To focusing on other people. But networking, I think one of the things that that I've kind of been real, that been, well, this is something that I guess I've always kind of known, but never really heard kind of uh, uh, solidified and spoken, so verbalized so, so often until we started doing this podcast, is that networking is really the business of finding finding ways to help others for free and trusting that eventually that's going to come back to you in the in the form of business yep right and i'm sure there's a better way to state that but you know uh, i'll i'll find some sort of an eloquent way to put it in the show notes later on but uh but you know i th- but i think that's that that's kind of what you're saying right right i i mean there's people that it's two or three months or three years before they might see an opportunity Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a long game, but it's the best game because yeah. it'll just, the domino effect of networking is far better than, what, what do you say, Phil? Cold calling is uh, uh, <laughs> punishment penalty. for not networking. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's um, I, I think you're so right. I mean, people just don't have that long-term focus and they, they also think of networking as, you know, cause people talk about it all the time as a uh, business development strategy, which it is, but they think about it as a move and they don't really think about it as something, you know, it's something they're supposed to do versus something that they want to do or should do because it's the right thing to do. And I, I really, um, I have always had this servant mindset with, you know, my helping my clients and my friends and my partners, you know, I really truly want to see other people do well and succeed. And if there's any way that I can be a part of that in a small way as, as, you know, making an introduction to somebody or larger ways, what, whatever that may be. Um, I'm, I'm for all of it. I don't care what it is. And I just really enjoy helping people out and that people know they, they know that you're doing it because you want to do it versus you're doing it because you're expecting something in return down the road. Mm. And it's a subtle, but important difference. So, yeah. Yeah. I think there's people that go, well, I got to go network because mm-hmm. somebody said it. That's what in the office, that's what you do. Yeah. 
I'm totally, I love, I enjoy it. Yeah. It, I'm, I am wired by relationships and hanging out with people and getting to know them, you know, and, um, and there's a difference, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there are always going to be, I think, you know, it's, it's always going to be times, right? I mean, I know that for myself, there've definitely been days I'm just like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go to this networking thing. I gotta go to this event. <laughs> Never a firestorm event. You know, those are I always want to go to, right? <laughs> but, uh, but there are times when, you know, it's just like, I got, yeah, I got to go do this. Right. I mean, it's just because it, it's something that I have to get done, but I think that goes for everything. Right. I mean, there's always going to yeah. be a time when God, I can't drink another cup of coffee. Right. But I know it's what I got to do. So I'm going to go right. do it. Whereas, you know, but, but on the arch, you know, you look at it and you say, well, okay, look at all the fun that I get to have. Right. I mean, it's, you know, like hanging out with people, getting a, and, and calling and then writing it off as a business expense. You know I mean? It's not a bad deal. Yeah. So a couple stories. One, I'm sitting at a coffee shop and I'm networking with someone mm -hmm. and the lady next to me sees here, overhears our conversation and he leaves and she comes and she goes, sorry. And she, she put a, she handed me a note when I went to the bathroom and I came back and I read it and she goes, you know, I'd like to talk to you. I'd like to buy a business someday. And so there you go. You know? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But, Very cool. Yeah. So what, so, oh, oh, go ahead, Phil. I was just going to say what, what advice would you give to people that are just starting out, you know, new networkers or people that have maybe been doing it for a while that don't have, um, you know, they haven't been seeing the type of results that they, they want to see or think they should be seeing out of it. You know, do you have any tips for them? Uh, be genuine, be buttoned up, be organized and be professional, but, but let them see your, fun side, be vulnerable. I think if you can be vulnerable, that's a big, a big deal. I, um, again, another story, I'm starting to sound like my dad. I got all these stories. <laughs> uh, my, uh, I was in a networking group prior to firestorm and, uh, the, uh, there was a guy there selling, uh, business liability insurance, PNC. Mm -hmm. And he was always late, always late. And if he'd walk in and the, the leader of the would joke around and everybody would go, ah, you know, he was kind of the class clown. And I had a lead for him. I had a, I had a business that needed a, a business liability insurance right in my hand. And I couldn't give it to him because I'm like, that is not, I'm all about, you know, having a good time and joking and yeah. you know that I can cut it up. And I think that's great. But man, you need to be, you need to show that you're on your game and then people will work with you, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think I, I hear people have their 30 second commercial and they're, uh, um, e, uh, you know, really, you know, this is, um, you know, this is, this, you are your product, yeah. right? You're your product, you know, mm -hmm. get it polished up and, you know, make people want to enjoy you, you know? Yeah. And, but maybe some people aren't wired that way too, you know? And if they're not, then they need to either learn that or spend time. But um, we see people in our groups, not everybody's good at this. I can tell you that we see people in our groups and we're like, you know, they need to get some Sandler training from you know, <laughs> Dan Lovett. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So, 
you know, you bring, you mentioned that kind of being buttoned up and being prepared, being on, you know, like being on time, you know, someone who, uh, who struggled with, uh, with the flexibility of the concept of time for a long time and frankly still does, you know, that took me a while to, to, to get to know, but, you know, like talking about like being buttoned up and just kind of, I mean, just in general, it seems like showing respect for the group that you're taking part in. Right. I mean, what would you, can you kind of dive in? I mean, are we talking like, you know, making sure that we're all, you know, we're, we're, we're physically buttoned up and, you know, looking as presentable as we can, you know, like those, like, but being on brand, are we talking about just kind of, you mentioned being organized, being prepared, those types of things. Can you kind of dive in a little bit more on that for, for, like I said, like, like Phil was saying, for newbie networkers, people that, that just don't know what they're doing. So, um, you know, people that know their trade sometimes don't understand how to present it, mm-hmm. you know, and um, they don't, they talk about themselves the whole time um, that like you were mentioning, like meetings that you've gone to, they're not really great when you go to those meetings and they talk about themselves for the first, <laughs> you know, and, and then, you, but, you know, there's probably been a handful in my five years that I've like, well, I probably won't do, I probably won't mess around with that guy, guy or gal again, mm-hmm. but um, they have to switch from thinking about themselves to thinking about how they can help other people first, I think is the number one thing they need to do in networking groups. Mm-hmm. If you do it for yourself, it's not going to be as successful. If you're not genuine, um, you know, uh, saying, saying, uh, you know, uh, you don't wear a t-shirt to, you know, dress, dress like you would, like you're going to work, you know, um, when you're doing a PowerPoint presentation, you know, go through it, make sure it's ready to go. Um, if you're not a good communicator outside of the work, uh, outside of, you know, talking in front of people, then learn how to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, be on time, be respectful of other people. I see people having these side conversations while someone's talking and I'm like, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Listen to people. When, when everybody's going around doing their 30 second commercial, you know, um, give them, give them advice, joke around. If you've ever been to our group, we joke around in our 30 second commercials because they all sound the same. Right. <laughs> so we give everybody thanks, a hard Dan. time. Yeah. Thanks Dan. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But um, we try to, I think if you can get to someone's emotional side, you got them. Sure. And I don't know if people know how to touch people's emotional side. They're so rigid Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, relax, let your guard down, be transparent. Yeah. I think that's, that's great advice. You know, I mean, it's, it's definitely, you know, I mean, I can't, you talked about the side conversations while someone else was talking. One of the other things that I, that I constantly see is, you know, this, it's the, uh-huh. while you're talking, this, and for those that are, you know, because this is a podcast and not a video cast, I'm actually holding up my phone and right. playing around <laughs> on it while I'm talking to somebody else. Right, <laughs> right, right. But yeah, like yeah. having somebody else that's on the phone the whole time that they're not talking. And then when they talk, it's it turns into this kind of, oh, yeah, um, so let me finish up on this. And OK, so now I'm ready to pay attention to you guys again. Right. And right. Uh, it's things like that that really just I mean, they do. They just turn you off right, right yeah. off the bat. You need well, to be present. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a, probably the, the number one thing. 
you need to be present when it's if, if whatever you're doing. But if you're at a networking group, being present for that yep. 45 minutes or an hour, laser focused. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I, one thing that um, has always kind of been a pet peeve of mine is, is that not paying attention in the meeting or, or missing uh, other meetings and then they only show up or they only engage when it's their turn to talk or their turn to present or their, you know, then when the attention is on them and, and that's always rubbed me the wrong way. And I thought, you know, how, how do you expect anybody else to give two craps about what you do if you completely ignore everybody else, you know, the rest of the time you're there. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it's, yeah. People should be putting their, um, this, this event on the, on your calendar, like it's any other meeting, Yep. And so, for instance, on Tuesday mornings, my first meeting isn't until 930, wherever I go. If someone says, can I meet you at eight? I go, no, I can meet you at 930. Yep. There's there's no reason people need to cut in front of those meetings unless it is something dire straight. It should be, this yeah. is a meeting I'm going to and be committed. Being yep. consistent in that meeting is going to get you the business too. Yep. Like you mentioned there, Phil. Yep. Yeah, that's true. You know, and, and that's, and that's the thing. I mean, it's not, I mean, cause emergencies happen, right? I mean, something, you know, there are times that, 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 that something comes up, but I mean, but for the most part, there's no excuse to say, oh no, sorry, this, this prospect came up and, you know, I mean, who's not going to, can you meet any other day that week? The likelihood of them saying no. And in fact, if you don't meet me at Tuesday morning, at eight o'clock, I'm giving the business to somebody else is relatively slim. Right. And so, you know, I mean, it's, uh, it's, you're right. It's important to prioritize that because again, if we're talking about giving to others before you, uh, uh, in an effort to get for, uh, to, to build your business, then prioritizing them is a great way is a great first step in showing that you're dedicated to them, right. That you're giving to them there. You're giving in regardless of whether or not it's your turn to present. Okay. Yeah. The other thing I, I was going to say for, uh, for the zoom, uh, era now um, is leave your camera on. I, I did a presentation for a group and I think like 20 people on this call turned their cameras off after I started talking. I'm like, seriously? Like, uh, why am I even here? Like, right. none of you are paying attention. You're all doing emails right now. <laughs> I, I agree with that. I also agree with good, decent lighting. Try to work on your lighting. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, if I turn it, uh, the sun, you know, with daylight savings time or, you know, standard time, the light was coming in my my office and I looked as dark as can be. So I worked on lighting and I moved my desk around, you know, yeah. all that stuff's important. Yeah. Yep. I've got one of those uh, ring lights up behind my laptop, which is great for the lighting, but it blinds me for right. like half an hour after I turn the thing off. Right. Yeah. But it gets a job done. Right. Because, I mean, people can see my face. Yeah, uh, and everybody's been talking about those. Yeah, but yeah. that's what to get. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh man! So, Phil, do you have any more any more questions before we jump into the last kind of? Uh, no, no, I was, that's where I was going. Yeah. So the last question that we like to leave people with is, you know, if you were to go, so I guess it's kind of twofold. If you were to go back and tell yourself one thing to really drive home and help to accelerate your business when it comes to networking and building referrals and whatnot, um, what would it be? And is, and, and then 
likely is it the same thing that you would leave for the rest of our audience uh, to to take away with them uh, as well? You know, so what what do you want to tell everybody to make sure that they really to to, to help them build their business using referrals? Being consistent at what you do. Yeah. If you're going to join one meeting and be be good at it, and be consistent and know that it's the long game. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, if you don't get a lead in, if you don't get a referral in three months, don't get discouraged, you know, it, and you got to like the people you're with. If it doesn't feel good, if it's not a comfortable fit, then go find another group. Yeah. The, the, the comfortableness leads to the business mm-hmm. because if you're feeling comfortable and the setting is comfortable to you, you're going to communicate better. People are going to see the real you better, and you'll uh, and you'll grow your business that way. I think. I, I have a I have a follow up uh, and a sort of a caveat uh, question to that. So, it, I guess the question is: Is it really that easy? Because and and the reason I'm asking is because you know people I think might hear your background and say, oh, oh you know, this guy's number one in the in the country and is in his company and you know. There's got to be something else. There's got, you know, Gary's a mutant. He just, you know, works like 167 <laughs> hours a week and, you know, uses the extra one to, you know, like sleep or something. You right. know? Like, is it is it really that simple? Yeah. Uh, I think if you're relational, you know what people tell me when when I when I close a deal, when I uh, when I get somebody to to sign to agree with. They say, you know, we felt really comfortable with you. I hear that a lot. They and mm-hmm. they feel very relaxed around me, and they can trust me. And you know, I could take those three things to my grave, and be very happy knowing in life that I was those things. Yeah, yeah. So it is that simple, but no one's saying that it's easy, right? No, it isn't easy. It's it's got it's a little bit of work. To yeah. me, it's not because I love doing it. So I enjoy it. It's not work to me. I, it's like my job, my job, my career. It's not work to me. I, no. you know, if I, if my wife had let me, I'd probably work seven days a week. Cause I, <laughs> I have so much fun doing it, you know? That's awesome. So they, they call that a, a, a vocation, right? When you find yeah. your, you know, your meaning and, and your, uh, your job and you get to put them together and. Yep. Uh, that's awesome. Yep. It's nice. been great. It's been fun. And, um, and I, and I don't, again, I'm not a believer. It doesn't have to, to me. I mean, I love that it's B2B, what we're in with Firestorm. But I've gotten business from B2C stuff. It all depends on, you know, what kind of industry you're in. For me, everybody's a business owner. Everybody yeah. knows somebody's a business owner. You're mm-hmm. at a barbecue and someone says, hey, I just sold my business. And they go, oh, how'd that go? Well, you know, go call, you know, Gary. Um I I have gotten I've gotten business from uh, I sold a coffee shop. I'll just leave on this last note here. If you got a second, I sold this coffee shop, and um, they had gotten a referral. They had got my name referred by somebody else, and then I just sold my largest deal ever this year. And come to find out that guy that sold his coffee shop knew the guy that I just sold his, his, his big landscaping business. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he goes six months ago, he gave me your name. Nice. Wow. 
he went back and looked into his emails and he goes, six months ago, this guy gave me his name. That's you awesome. Uh, so, that's awesome. That's yeah. it, man. Well, this we'll is uh, awesome to have you on yeah. and uh, great chatting with you and uh, hearing, hearing about your, uh, your journey to, to number one. And I'm Thank sure you. that it will continue on for as long as you're working. Yeah. Well, Thank you. Well, if I can help you guys, you know, I, I, I think we've done a pretty good job at trans world to, uh, to, uh, help in uh, with uh, firestorm. I, we got, Oh yeah. You know, 18 I, brokers. I think 12 of them are probably doing, uh, are, are with you now. I I'm going to, I'm going to have to start more groups to get the other six. So, oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh, re- real quick before we go, um, Gary, where can people find you if they wanted to, uh, you know, sell a business or if they sure. had somebody that they, you know, wanted to refer you to. Thank you for, uh, for, um, thinking of that. Yes. Uh, so I can be reached at three zero three seven four eight seven four two zero or at uh, Gary at tworlddenver.com. Cool. Nice. And we'll have that in the show notes as well. Awesome. So awesome. Well, Gary, thanks so much for being here, man. It was great yeah. talking to you. Yeah. Great talking with you guys and you guys have a nice holiday. Thank you for your time. Thanks Gary. Yeah, Talk soon. Talk to you soon. Cheers. That was another awesome episode of the Referral Bench Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, tuning in, and sticking around till the end. We really appreciate it, and we appreciate you sharing it with all your friends as well. Absolutely. And while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, whatever platform you're using. And don't forget to rate and review the podcast as well. That definitely helps us with our ratings and with our rankings and whatnot and uh, helps us get in front of more people. We're dropping fresh episodes every Thursday morning. So tune in every week and we look forward to hearing you next time. And we'll see you next week. Cheers.